Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, radio family, and welcome. It is another great weekend and another great conversation to get underway. Welcoming you to the weekend edition of Community Focus that is heard here on our Odyssey stations. Indeed, great conversation with members of our Community Focus family. I am happy to say I have two gentlemen who are the newest members. And if you are a homeowner or soon-to-be homeowner, this program is especially for you. But Radio Family, I thank you for, for tuning in every weekend to get the informative facts and information about the good things that people are doing in our communities. So I want to say good morning to these gentlemen, Reggie Briscoe and Michael Lush. Gentlemen, how are you? And welcome to the weekend edition of Community Focus. Thanks for having us. You're you're so welcome. Absolutely. Now, listen, the newbie title is very short-lived with me, so you are officially family to our radio family. And what I really am looking forward to, because I am a homeowner, and this is something that I am very unfamiliar with, and it could be the case for some of our radio family or listeners this morning, we are going to talk about something that's known as a HELOC. And this is in reference to, especially Reggie, when we find out a little bit more about you and the same Michael, if you care to share, why this is so important for us as homeowners how it relates to any perhaps uh, questions or concerns that we may have about home ownership and especially about owning a mortgage, which, of course, the majority of our listening audience uh, likely is going through that very experience. So let's get this great conversation underway. Reggie, I'm going to start with you. Tell me, first of all, a little bit about yourself. Well, uh, I've been in the computer technology uh, field for over 40 years. I've worked for a lot of major companies. Um, but uh, and I made good money. But the, the main thing is that uh, a few years ago when I was turning 60, I had to face the cold reality of realizing that I had not saved enough for retirement. I have to pay for my wheels. I have to pay for my walls. Right. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. So 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 um, my house wasn't paid for at that time. I had two mortgage payments that were about $1,800 a month. Uh, I had a rental property that I thought would help me in my retirement, mm-hmm. but it was producing very little cash flow. Uh, and in reality, I felt trapped with with no way out. Really. And, and I was kicking myself because my brother would always tell me, Ellen, to prepare is like preparing to fail. So it was just ringing in my ears. And I was, uh, I was in a, um, a situation where I really needed to do something to stabilize my retirement and my family. And Reggie, I think what you just described 
especially for those of us who are 50, 60 plus year olds, maybe slightly younger. I think that's just about every person listening to this public affairs mm-hmm. program has likely uh, become very familiar with with your own experience and, and your life story, so to speak. I appreciate you sharing on that. Michael, I want to give you the same opportunity. If you don't mind, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I'm a longtime uh, mortgage guy. So I uh, got out of the mortgage uh, industry about seven years ago. I was in for 17 years. Mm. And uh, same thing with me. I, I actually went bankrupt in 2008, you know, during the mortgage meltdown. Right. Both me and my wife were in the mortgage industry, and we were young. I got into it when I was 22 years old. And um, as soon as money came in, that's about as quick as it went out. Uh, I just was not a good steward of my money. And I just thought, hey, these big checks that keep coming in are always going to come in. Mm -hmm. And then we all know the history. It was like somebody turned the lights off for the mortgage industry. And the paycheck stopped. But I still had all those liabilities. Mm -hmm. So long story short, I went bankrupt. And at that time, I started realizing I'm going to learn one of three ways. Either I'm going to learn via mentor or I'm going to learn via mistakes or both. And I actually like both. I don't think not making mistakes is the right way to learn. So I hired mentors. Um, Didn't have a whole lot of money, so I was uh, very uh, sparse with my money and made sure that the mentors that I did hire were the appropriate ones. And sometimes I leveraged my relationships to acquire mentors without having to pay for them. And I had a mentor who owned a hedge fund. And ironically, he owned... This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. A mortgage company that had called me back and said, hey, we're going to resurrect and start over again. We want you to come back on board as director of operations. So, absolutely. Wow. And as so, long story short, I'm sitting, uh-huh. go ahead. No, you I'm go sitting ahead. down with him. Right. I'm sitting down with him at the table and I said, look, you know, I want to be in your sphere of influence. Mm-hmm. So by default through your hedge fund, you technically own this company. So let me get in front of your folks and uh, offer mortgages. Those would be big paychecks, big mortgages, and hey, it's scratching each other's backs. That's when he hit me with it. He said, look, uh, people that I run around with, we don't do mortgages. And I thought, 
Yeah, he's a hedge fund manager, right? So he pays yeah. cash for everything. He said, absolutely not. He said, we always use other people's money. He said, one of the more popular products we use is the home equity line of credit. And I knew what a home equity line of credit was. I convinced thousands of uh, mortgage holders to refinance their HELOC to get a mortgage mm -hmm. because that's what I was taught, that a HELOC was like a credit card on your home. But what he explained to me in about 10 or 15 minutes was the opposite. That's exactly what you want. You don't want a mortgage. Right. A mortgage is old French for death pledge. So that didn't sit well with me. And I spent the last or the next year, year and a half trying to prove him wrong mm -hmm. because I had devoted my whole career to the mortgage industry. And basically what he told me was I was selling financial crap to middle America. And I didn't like that. Yeah. So I wanted to prove him wrong. And the more I tried to prove him wrong, the more I proved him right. And then the rest is history. I developed to replace your mortgage, and I got out of the mortgage industry, and now I tell people the benefits of utilizing a first lien position on equity line of credit. Absolutely, Michael. Well, first of all, you just took the words out of my mouth by saying the rest is history, and thank you for sharing your story. Uh, secondly, uh, you still sound 22 to me, so just know that. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. But wow, what a fascinating backstory for both of you gentlemen. And we're going to get into the details exactly of what a HELOC is. So Radio Family, if you're like me, I have pencil and paper ready to take some notes. And I would say turn, turn up the volume on this because this is going to be some excellent information to, to share. But I want to ask you this first. Uh, Reggie, what turned things around for you? Well, <clears throat> simply put, um, I was just looking online for a mortgage solution or ways to save money. And I came across an advertisement of a company called Replace Your Mortgage. And this probably was an advertisement. It was only about 20 seconds, 30 seconds. But, and it was Michael. And he, he said a few things that actually struck me. Mm -hmm. He said, one, I could pay off my home in five to seven years. Well, I had about that amount of time on my, on my personal retirement horizon at that time. So right. uh, that sounded really good. Uh, he also said that uh, I did not have to make any more money to be able to pay that off. Wow. That was like, yeah, right. But yeah. <laughs> sounds exactly. good, right? Yeah. And then he said, uh, the only way to pay off principal was to pay off principal. That sounds a little, you know, a little different. But the thing that struck me was he was being frank, mm -hmm. transparent, upfront, with the reality that you do have to pay off the debt. Exactly. And then he said also, it was math, not magic. Mm. So I clicked on it and I, uh, I watched the video uh, that he had online. And uh, um, and then uh, uh, I, uh, oh, I went to um, a website that actually, it was his website that showed uh, the HELOC calculator. And I played with the HELOC calculator for several months. Mm -hmm. Trying to, in a sense, trying to really understand how it works, what it was really telling me. And uh, finally, I pulled the trigger on uh, uh, on having a call, uh, you know, with Michael and his team. And uh, uh, that's how I was able to get uh, into the program. And then when I took the training, mm -hmm. it was like, wow, I learned so much stuff. And it really simplified something that had uh, really, I just had no understanding about mortgages and how they work and how to buy money wisely and all that. Right. So uh, it was just the training that I got, which actually turned, it really turned things around for me. And you know what, gentlemen, I'll, I'll say to, to both of you, uh, Reggie and Michael, Reggie, for you personally, that, that had to be an eye opener. 
and and Michael, the the things that you were able to show him in in better understanding, and what you're obviously are going to share with us in the program is is how a mortgage mortgage worked and how a HELOC mortgage mortgage. I don't know why I can't say that word. Let me try that again. Mortgage is ten times better than than your standard one. So just thank you, gentlemen. Just in the first few minutes of this program alone. I have already learned a lot, and I know we're going to learn more about that. I appreciate both of you bringing the knowledge. Well, I've learned something, too. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt, but no, uh, not a problem. I had a buddy that told me, he told me, he said, Michael, you know, we can't really put you on a website or anything because mm-hmm. you, you've got a face for radio, and you've also got a voice for direct mail. So I appreciate the compliment that you said earlier that I, I still sound like I'm 22. Oh, great. Well, and it's on the record. To that buddy. Yeah. yeah. It's, and you tell him you, you got it on the record right here on Community Focus. Absolutely. Right. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much. I am happy to say, as I generally do with Radio Family, I'm thankful we have a part two of this conversation because we're really going to get into what a HELOC is. So, Reggie, that is going to be my first question to you when we come back from commercial break. But in the meantime, again, gentlemen, I want to officially welcome you as radio family to the weekend edition of Community Focus. Reggie Briscoe and Michael Lush. So gentlemen, we are going to take a break and then we're going to come back. And radio family, I want you to do the same as we will return with more of the weekend edition of Community Focus right after this. And we do return more of the weekend edition of Community Focus. Thank you for the great company, Radio Family, every weekend and right here on our Odyssey stations. Wonderful conversation. And it indeed continues with members of our Community Focus family and Reggie Briscoe and Michael Lush. We are talking about HELOC. So, Reggie, that was the question that I had waiting for you. And now that we're officially back, let's find out what does HELOC actually stand for h-e-l-o-c actually it stands for a home equity line of credit and really uh that's uh it's hard to understand what that really means and that's why i'm going to talk about it more but right away you learn that it's a line of credit so it's a mortgage that can function like a revolving expense account does that make sense yeah it does to me and i'm sure for members of our radio family too so, Michael, I want to ask this particular question to you. Are HELOCs new? And maybe to some of us. Yeah, absolutely not. Um, the, the way that we think of HELOCs today have been around for decades. However, a true HELOC is older than a mortgage. Really? A mortgage came to be, yes. Uh, now, it wasn't called a mortgage prior to 1913. Prior okay. to 1913, it, it was, I'm sorry, it was called a mortgage. It wasn't called a HELOC. Uh, everything was called a mortgage. And again, I know you listened to the first segment, but the true definition of, of mortgage or the translation of mortgage mm-hmm. is in old French is death pledge. So it's a contract based on your mortality. Um, but prior to 1913, a mortgage was essentially a line of credit. It was especially popular with farmers. It was right. something that you could pay down the farm. Mm-hmm. You sold crop, um, you pay down the farm. You needed to borrow against the farm that day and buy equipment, you could do so. So the balance could fluctuate uh, daily. Money was fluid. It could move in and out freely. However, after 1913, that's when the game changed for mortgages. And they changed mortgages. They made mortgages a closed-end product, meaning money can only go in mm-hmm. but not come out freely. Okay. So essentially, let's say, you know, most of your listeners are have a mortgage. Imagine putting 100% of your income into a mortgage for that month. Mm-hmm. You're stuck when it's time to pay bills because money cannot come back out freely to pay your bills. 
Well, we all know that lines of credit do that. You know, credit cards, you can do that. You can put all of your income into a credit card and you wanted to pay your bills, you could pay your bills on a credit card. Well, a home equity line of credit is no different than that. It's a simple interest revolving line of credit that recasts every single day automatically for free. I'll unpack that later, but I got a question for you guys. What do you think changed in 1913 that made mortgages a closed-in product that benefited the bankers as opposed to the consumers? I'll let you go first, Reggie. Yeah, I'm thinking about World War One. Right. Uh, A lot of people say that. Uh, It's deeper than that. The institution of the Federal Reserve. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. So the Federal Reserve is the backstop for banks as we know it today. Mm -hmm. And what the Federal Reserve allows banks to do is execute what's called fractional reserve lending. So for every dollar you put in a check in the savings account, they really have 10, sometimes 15, uh, to lend out. So if you put 100 grand in there, they have a million. You put a million in there, they got 10 million. So they can leverage 10 times what they have on deposits. So what do you think now became more valuable than anything else to a bank? Deposits. Well, prior to 1913, guess where folks were depositing their money? In their mortgage, because it was liquid. They could get access to it anytime they wanted to. That's why they changed the mortgage and made it a closed-end product, because it forced consumers to segregate their income. Money can only go in, but not come out. So it forced you to segregate your income and leave money out of the mortgage. Now, we thought originally that the game plan was to tack on more interest because the longer you pay for something, the more interest you pay. That wasn't the goal. The goal was segregation. Mm-hmm. The goal was to separate you from your cash. So when you have cash that you don't want to put in your mortgage now, where are you going to put it? The banks come along and say, here we go. Got our arms wide open, our hands wide open. Please put it in our, our depository accounts, our checking and savings, where we're going to give you 0.17% national average and then when you need to borrow your money back, we're going to charge you 4%. What do you think the rate of return on that type of money is? I can't even do it in my head. It's thousand right. percent rate of return. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's a lot. It is a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, people think, well, you know, to go from 0.17% to 4%, well, that's a 3.83% rate of return. No, that's the margin. Mm-hmm. The rate of return, cash on cash return, is thousands of a percent rate of return. And banks mm-hmm. utilize this strategy all the time to – to get out of difficult situations. Um, it's happened in 1981 and 83. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's happening today. You reduce the federal funds rate with the cost of banks to borrow money is next to zero, but then they turn around and lend it out at 3 and 4%. That's a lot of profit. That really is. Profit. Michael, that is just some fascinating well, information. Thank you for sharing that because I'm definitely learning something new from, from this conversation. So you have really broken down the major differences between a HELOC as opposed to a regular mortgage. Let, If I can, and I'm going to address this question to both of you, uh, gentlemen, just as an aside question, because I'm really wondering how this plays into, for those of us who are homeowners and we do have a mortgage, we know that they're obviously, from a financial standpoint, when we talk about percentages, We've heard of the 15% mortgage on, on a home loan as opposed to a 30. Get, give us the breakdown because we likely have some people who are very new to this process of being homeowners. And there's a lot of likely overwhelming, if not confusing, information out there as regards to a mortgage. I hope that's not too difficult of a question, uh, Michael or Reggie, that I'm asking. No, not at all. Uh, Reggie, do you want to take the lead? Do you want me to take this one? Well, yeah. Um the only thing I can say is that for me, 
Um, I can't speak all the math about the rates, but I do know that this process allows you to get directly to the principal, Mm -hmm. which you need to pay off. And uh, I've been able to pay off my mortgages, my outstanding mortgage that I talked about um, a few years years ago. I was able to pay off uh, my uh, my first home Mm -hmm. almost immediately. because I was able to uh, to condense them, and then I was I was now in a position to actually use my HELOC to purchase a third property. Wow! Uh, so at a high level, uh, I've got no benefits out of, of of that, and actually have saved you know literally tens of thousands of dollars mm-hmm. on these mortgages. Amazing! Right. And here's what I'll add to that: is it's... what we're teaching folks is to not have a mortgage at all. So let's say someone has a mortgage because you're you're asking me about interest rates. And I think you bring up a very good point. You bring up interest rates because we are conditioned to think that interest rates are the most important piece exactly. of borrowing money, especially right. when it comes to a mortgage, right. because the interest rate dictates what? What do you think it dictates? Most people say it dictates how much interest we pay. Yeah. To a certain degree, it does. But really, all it determines mm-hmm. is the payment on that debt. Yeah. Time and balance dictate how much interest we pay. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, uh, you know, let's say I have a 15-year mortgage at 3%. Um, I'm sorry. Let, let's say you have – let's do opposite of what traditionally thinking sure. is. Let's say you have a 15 mortgage at 5% and you have a 30-year mortgage at 3%. Well, the 30-year mortgage at 3% is a cheaper rate, right? Right. But guess what? You pay more than twice the amount of interest yeah. because it's a 30-year term. Now, let's flip the equation. Let's say it's a $300,000 mortgage at 3% and a $200,000 mortgage at 4%. Mm-hmm. Which one do you think you pay more interest on? Mm. Most people would say the higher interest rate. Wrong again. Oh, it's the lower balance. Time and balance are more important than interest rate. Mm. And see, with a HELOC, what you're doing is you're refinancing your entire mortgage if you have one or if you're buying a home. You buy it with a HELOC in first lien position. Most people think of a HELOC as something that you get based on the equity you have after you've already taken out a mortgage. Right. That is true. That is to the traditional thinking. What we've done is we've gone to the banks and said, hey, how would you like our customers to be in first lien position? Well, that protects the bank, right? Yeah. That's a no-brainer for a bank. We, we would, you know, If something happens and they default, if we're in second lien position, there's no guarantee we get our money back. Mm-hmm. But if we're in first lien position, the collateral is the house. We're good to go. No different than a mortgage. Right. So people never thought to ask the question, well, can I get a HELOC in first lien position? So exactly. if you have a mortgage for 300000 well, then you refinance that entire mortgage into a HELOC. Mm-hmm. And one of the benefits of a HELOC is it recasts every single day automatically for free. What that means is entirely different than a mortgage. You put money in. First and foremost, that money goes to principal. Then interest is calculated mm-hmm. after the principal has gone down. So then the next day... Your interest is calculated on that day's balance. Mm-hmm. On a mortgage, the reason why it's called a death pledge, it's a contract that's already predetermined. I don't care if it's a 15-year term or a 30-year term. Right. They're all front-loaded. What that means is payment one, 90% is going to interest, 10% is going to principal. Mm-hmm. They already tell you what a payment two is going to be. They already tell you what payment 24 and 240 is going to be. There's nothing you can do about it. You sign that contract. Mm-hmm. It's called an amortization schedule. That's the main difference between a HELOC and a mortgage when it, in terms of interest is you pay down principal. As soon as you do, now it's recasting. It's recalculating for that day's interest. On a mortgage, it's the opposite. Wow, Michael, that's all I can say to that. Well, let me ask you this question. What HELOC strategies make the best use of a HELOC? Can you give an example on that? Yeah, it, 
I've kind of been going over. So there's two types of strategies. There's right. the second lien position strategy, mm-hmm. which is, okay, let's say I have a mortgage of 300000 on a $500,000 house, and I go get a HELOC in second lien position for hundred grand. And then what I could do with that hundred grand is take it and put it down on my $300,000 mortgage. So now I owe two hundred on the mortgage and then one hundred because I just maxed it out on the HELOC. Right. And then you funnel your money into the second lien position HELOC. Mm-hmm. So that does work. However, you still have a couple things at play here. You still have segregation of income and cash flow. Anytime you segregate cash flow and it's not laser focused towards one debt at a time, right. you lose efficiency. So when you have segregation of cash flow, it's going to take longer to pay it off. Not longer than your traditional mortgage, just mm-hmm. longer than the first lien option that I'm about to explain. Secondly, you are at greater risk. Right now, we have crazy real estate prices. Yeah, It's going through the roof, mm-hmm. and it's not, it's not sustainable. I'm not saying it's going to go backwards, but it cannot go up at this pace forever. If it does, we'll have two-bedroom, two-bath houses you know, costing a million bucks. So everything will look like California before it's too, too, too long down the road. So that can't continue. It will start to calm down. There is going to be a time that we'll have a 2008 again mm-hmm. where we will have a real estate crash, mm-hmm. whether it's rampant foreclosures or just uh, overextended lenders and things of that nature. It will happen again. It's cyclical. It's actually designed to happen that way. There's lots of transfer of wealth during those crashes. So when that happens, if you're in second lien position, you scare the bank. Because like I said earlier, there's no guarantee they get a crump if you default or foreclose. If you're in first lien position, they are guaranteed. So you reduce the risk to the bank. You also reduce the risk to yourself. So some people ask the question, well, I heard HELOCs can be frozen. That's correct. In second lien position. They can also be frozen in first lien position. But the the rate of which they do so Mm -hmm. is almost next to nothing. Just like a mortgage. How many people get their loan called due? Not many because the banks are protected. They're in first lien position. Mm -hmm. So not only is first lien position faster, it actually massively reduces the risk to you as a consumer. So, Michael, and I I think I'm already going to know the answer to this question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Can HELOCs be used to pay, let's say, off one student loans or other debt that a person may have incurred? Anything you want. It's your cash. It's no different than cash sitting in a bank. Yeah. If you wanted to gamble it all in Vegas, you could do so. Uh, if you want to do it for good reasons, you can do so. Right. You, do for bad reasons, you can do so. That's why education is key. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's just say, and I'll use myself for an example. If I wanted to make, say, some repairs, much needed repairs to the house, is that another strategy too through the HELOC that one can use? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Actually, that's that's one of the reasons the HELOC was kind of coined the home equity line of credit right. uh, in the 70s and 80s was mm-hmm. people were tapping into it to do renovations on their home. And that's how it's marketed ah. as such. So that's the most common use of, of use a of. home equity line of credit, but that's not how we use it. We can use it for that. I mean, I've got lots of clients that will get a HELOC in first lien position, execute mm-hmm. the strategy, but on top of that, they're renovating their home to grow the value of their home. Right. And then they, Go and get a new appraisal so they can tap into more equity to leverage to create more legacy wealth. Excellent. So here's another uh, most important question I wanted to ask you, Michael. Why should a person not do this alone? It's a maze. Um, The HELOC world is a lot like the mortgage world was prior to 2008-2009. Post-2008-2009, it's all government control. So I don't care if you get a mortgage from someone in New York, Florida, or California. It's 
probably controlled by the government. If it's a Fannie Mae loan, that's the government. If it's a Freddie Mac loan, that's the government. If it's an FHA loan, that's the government. If it's a VA loan, that's the government. If it's a USDA loan, that's the government. So there's no differences in mortgages anymore. There is a difference in quality of service from loan officer to loan officer, speed, and a minute difference in interest rate. But if you remember prior to 2008, it was vastly different. You had all kinds of mortgage products. Well, HELOCs are not regulated like mortgages are today. They're not controlled by the, the government because HELOCs, you have a direct relationship with the bank. It sits on their balance sheet. It is not insured or endorsed by the government. So that's between you and the bank. So here's a good analogy. You need to borrow money. You ask me and your mother. Well, one trusts you more than the other one. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to have two totally different terms of conditions and policies of repayment. That's the way it is in the HELOC world today. You call Bank A, it's going to be entirely different than Bank B. Mm-hmm. There's no one HELOC that rules the roost in the nation. There's hundreds of difference of HELOCs. And the way that they are mechanized is entirely different, too. Mm-hmm. So it's a very there, – there are some HELOCs that are – I wouldn't call them bad, but not as advantageous as others. Oh, okay. And then on top of that, we create additional strategies that help accelerate right. and manipulate the interest that the bank sees on your HELOC. And that speeds up the process another 10 to 15%. Wow. Well, Michael, how have your clients benefited from implementing a HELOC strategy, if you don't mind sharing? Yeah, absolutely. So we have thousands of clients. So we have anything from you know, one end of the spectrum, which is obviously paying their home off. When Reggie says five to seven years, that's the average. Okay. You know, our fastest client is 10 months. Wow. Uh, our, our slowest is fairly newly newlyweds out of college at 19 years. Now, we haven't been a 19-year business. Yeah. But that's what was projected based on their income two years ago. Well, as they get older, get more experience, mm-hmm. you know, get more income, learn to create more income for our economy for themselves, well, then they speed that process up. So the average is five to seven years. Now, some people focus on complete debt elimination. Mm-hmm. We get into some additional strategies where it's like, okay, debt right now is extremely cheap. When you account for inflation, debt is almost free. When you account for the tax deductions, debt is almost free now. So what is the point of paying it off if you understand the money game? Can we leverage it to create legacy wealth? And that's also what we teach. Like, for instance, Reggie has leveraged his to get a rental property. Mm-hmm. So you can leverage your money to buy good things like a cash flow asset like real estate, or you can leverage it to buy a car. I am really just appreciating all this information because I'm learning some things. I can only imagine what members of our radio family, as I hope they are taking notes, such as I am. And Michael, thank you for using that example because I wanted to, and I've never had an opportunity to ask this question for someone in, in your field or line of work. What's what's the median for persons as a first-time home buyer? Because you mentioned an individual who's just at the age of 19, and that's probably the youngest that you think of of a person trying to purchase a home. Right. Yeah. Uh, When it comes to the average, Mm -hmm. our average client is probably in the neighborhood of 46. Oh, okay. But what is possible, it's all up to that individual. Right. here's the thing. This, This strategy is not exclusive to wealthy people. It is exclusive to people who are cash flow positive. Right. Mm, right. So I live in the backyard of Dave Ramsey. So all we hear about in, in our neck of the woods is Dave Ramsey, mm. the budgeting guru. Right? right. I think he's a marketing guru, 
but a lot of people refer to him as a budgeting guru. Mm -hmm. You can't sidestep that. You have to be disciplined with your money. Exactly. So if you are spending 100% of what's coming in, this is not going to work for you. Nothing is. Not even a mortgage. You won't pay that off either if you spend 100% of what's coming in. So you have to be disciplined of your money. You have to have mastered your budget. But once you've mastered your budget, if you're cash flow positive, I don't care if you're lower class, middle class, or upper class. This will work. Heck, I've got clients that um, I've got one off the top of my head that, that I, I talked to three years ago. Hopefully things have changed, but making six figures per month. Guess how much she was spending per month? I'm almost six scared figures. to ask. <laughs> yeah, six figures. I'm like, how is this possible? You don't own a plane. Right. You know, what, what, what's the, yeah. But it, that's, it does. So it doesn't matter what you're making. It, it's, a, it's a matter of have you mastered your budget? And if you have, well, then this can work for you. If you have it, start there first. Well, Michael, do you think this is one of the reasons that may hold some people back from taking action because they feel that they don't have the discipline? Yes, 100%. Uh-huh. And, you know, when it comes to discipline, we, we have to think of discipline in, in a different perspective than what we're thinking of it when it comes to trying to save for retirement or trying to, you know, pay off debt. When utilizing this strategy, if you're cash flow positive, say you, you make five grand, five grand goes in and three grand goes out, you're uh-huh. going to start melting this debt away. But with your HELOC, you get a debit card, right, oh, or a credit yeah. card associated with your with your HELOC. You mm-hmm. also get checks associated with your HELOC. Before you know it, you have access to large sums of money mm-hmm. that you probably wouldn't have had access to prior to oh, this. Yes. So the simple swipe of your HELOC card, you could go buy a Bentley or a Mercedes. That's a bad thing. It's a car. It's a depreciating asset. Unless right. somehow you can leverage that to make money, it's typically a depreciating asset. So that's the discipline that is required in this is – to resist temptation. That's an excellent way to look at it. And and Reggie, you, you've had plenty of time to uh, catch your breath and to take all of this in, which I know you've already yeah. done with Michael. But I have to ask, how has a HELOC mortgage benefited you personally? Yeah, I think I mentioned a little bit of this before, but uh, I've literally saved tens of thousands of dollars. Uh, my uh, my mortgage that I have to pay, I have an interest-only HELOC. So the requirement, because uh, I was able to pay off two properties already, uh, and, and really in about three years, uh, I, I was able to pay down about 85000 in principle against those properties. Yes. And uh, and then I was able to roll the other piece over into a, um, a second HELOC that I got so I could, uh, I could pay for my, my new property and to pay off the final part of that other piece. But it's... It's interest only, so the only uh, the interest is about six hundred bucks, maybe that I have to pay on my on my debt that month. The rest of all my cash flow it goes directly to the principal, and that figure is going down per month by uh, uh, you know up to a thousand dollars going down. Mm-hmm. So, and I'll be able to step that up in the future too because I've been able to use some of that money to set up other cash flows in a sense. Uh, and so I I really should be able to pay off my current uh, mortgage uh, within the next three years, yeah. if, that's, if that's my goal. But Michael makes a good point that you have access to hundreds of thousands of dollars if you have some property that you could actually reinvest mm-hmm. since that is so cheap. So I have some aspects of this HELOC that I haven't even leveraged yet. And mm-hmm. the good thing about it is that uh, – there's a whole community of individuals that uh, are part of a um, inflation mortgage uh, that supports you. Michael, see if you come on this particular show right now to support me in my efforts to let folks know, but also to get the word out. 
Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, Reggie, with that said, how... touched on something that was Uh really important there that I think is important for listeners to understand, especially at the time that we're in right now. Uh, We're facing a pandemic. And... You know, th- there's there's been some turmoil when it comes to uh, personal fun- finances mm-hmm. during the pandemic. And one thing that people need to understand with this product is there is more safeguards with this than in a mortgage. So, yes, the government stepped in and, and started some forbearance programs, and things of that nature, which I think is a tripwire to really hurt people financially if they don't understand how those forbearance programs work. Right. But when it comes to a HELOC, again, money can move in and out freely 24-7. It's a line of credit. So with we haven't had many, but with our customers that face the pandemic, some have lost a spouse, some have lost their job. So income completely stops. Well, traditionally, what happens in those situations? We got to sell the house or we foreclose, mm-hmm. right? If you or you got to get help somewhere. With our clients, because they've been executing on the strategy for a couple of years, mm-hmm. they had access to cash immediately. You can't do that on a mortgage. Right. If you lose your job or have a loss of income, you go back to the lender and say, hey, uh, I need access to some some capital right now because I I just need to survive. Okay, no problem, but you don't have any income. You're not going to get qualified. With a HELOC that you took out years ago, it's already there. It's already available to you. So with some of these HELOCs, you don't even have to make a payment because if you have availability on your line, the bank just increases your balance. You're on time until next month. You're not reported late. Your balance goes up. It's not ideal but it's helped many, many people survive until they can get back on their feet to thrive. Now, having said that, we go back to 2008 and 2009, let's look at default rates, because we always want to go back to data and math and see what, what proves out to be better. The default rates on first lien position locks were 115 times lower than folks with a mortgage. What that means is that people that had a mortgage foreclosed at a rate of 115 times higher mm-hmm. than folks with a first lien position HELOC. Why is that? Because of what I just explained. Exactly. They can fall back on it in times of need. Michael, thank you for, for bringing that to the conversation, especially as regards to uh, the pandemic. I think that's very important to pass along. I tell you what, gentlemen, there's time always flies when I'm engaged an excellent conversation, which this has been the case. So, Reggie, I'm going to ask and possibly make this the, the last question of the day. How can we as a radio audience take action? Well, uh, if you just want to contact me directly, mm-hmm. uh, I'm working with a company called Clayton Financial Solutions. I'm partnering with them. I'm using them more or less as a front end for, for, for folks who, uh, who want to who want to reach out to me. Uh, and... Uh, we can get them exactly what they need. We can uh, leverage uh, the services of uh, Replace Your Mortgage. Um, that website, if, uh, if you'd like me to mention it, it's sure. com, And there's a debt consolidation tab there. Uh, and you can just click on learn, uh, the Learn More button, and then uh, it'll take you right to uh, uh, a uh, another link to uh, Replace Your Mortgage. But also, you can leave your you know, your phone number and your email information on the front page, uh, and we'll get with you. Excellent. And let me just sh- uh, share that, uh, Radio Family. Clayton is C-L-A-Y-T-O-N, so that's Clayton Financial Solutions with an S, uh, dot com. Michael, do you mind sharing any information, particularly if someone may have some additional questions as regards to what, what a HELOC is? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we have tons of free information. I mean, if you go to YouTube and YouTube Replace Your Mortgage, we have dozens and dozens of uh, video that uh, listeners can you know, go and watch. Uh, unfortunately, they'll see my face. 
but we're explaining the ins but and you're outs still 22 <laughs> yeah 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 uh, vocally i am yeah vocally yeah. i'm 22 <laughs> at a minimum so but uh you know we also have a book and, and you know if you go to follow clayton's or i'm sorry uh reggie's link there it'll also take you to some additional free information we've got a book an ebook that people can download oh, and they can it, it walks them through the math of how this works the ins and outs of it and you know look we're not for everybody um you know some people will understand this some people won't right. uh, some, some people are just too scared yeah. uh some people are very courageous like reggie mm-hmm. and when they step through that door that god opened for them uh and you know it, it's not miracles that happen it's just god's design that happens for them so some will walk through it, some won't, but we're, we're just putting the information out there exactly. as readily available as possible, and they need to make a decision for themselves. Well, thank you for that. Thank you both, gentlemen. And I don't want this to be the only time the three of us get together, so I definitely want both of you back on a future program, and, and we'll discuss the particulars of that once we get off air. But again, I want to officially welcome you, Reggie Briscoe, and you, Michael Lush, to our Community Focus family. Thank you for this important necessary and needed information that you shared with our listeners today. Thank you, ma'am. Appreciate it. You you are so so welcome. And thank you, Radio Family, for your great company, as always, and the good things that you're doing in our communities. Please keep up the great work. Gentlemen, with me, there are never any goodbyes, just until next time. So until that next time, everyone, you have been listening to the weekend edition of Community Focus. Enjoy the rest of your day. Stay safe and enjoy the rest of this weekend. Until that next time, take care. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.